Welcome to Redeemer Online, where we give you a glimpse into the Redeemer community so that you can feel more loved, connected, and empowered to become more like Jesus. My name is Pastor John Newald. This is your Monday kickoff. During these Monday segments, my goal is to provide you with scripture, encouragement, food for thought as we jump into a new week together. I want to encourage you, as always, to keep your eyes and your ears open so that you can listen to how God might be speaking to you personally. Yesterday, Pastor Jason finished up our sermon series called Love Through, where we looked at how God loves us through loneliness, weariness, depression, and strained relationships. Yesterday, Jason talked about the bifocal nature of God's love. First, he described how much God loves us, and then when we, that reality begins to set in and change us, then he talked about how God wants to love others through you. And so I want to build or focus on that first part, how much God loves us today, how much God loves you. You know, we have a, a great high priest in Jesus who constantly intercedes on our behalf. Jesus prays for you, loves, loves you more deeply than you can even think or imagine, than you can even fathom. And he prays for you that you might walk in the abundant life that he has for you, that his death affords you. And today we're going to look at John 17 to get a glimpse at Jesus' desire for all those who believe in him. It's called the high priestly prayer of Jesus. And my encouragement is that your heart might be awakened and that your life might be transformed by the richness of God's love for you. You know, there's no more greater force, more powerful than the love of our Heavenly Father that he has for his children. His love can move mountains, it can stop roaring seas, it can heal broken bones, it can, it can heal wounded hearts, it can transform lives, and it can set us free from sin and shame. So great is his love that God wants his son to live in us and us to live through him. In John 17, Jesus makes this crazy statement about how much God's love for us is. I'm going to read you a couple verses out of it. Uh, John 17 verses 25 and 26. It says this, O righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known, that the love with them which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. Do you know that God loved you the way that he loves his son Jesus? For those of you that are parents, you know how much you love your kids. You know the impact that has in your heart. You know that when they're hurting, you're hurting. You know that when they accomplish something great, you're, you're, you're excited, you're pumped. In the same way, Jesus' heart is filled with affection for you. Jesus prays in line with the will of the Father because they're one. And so when Jesus prays for God to love us in the same way that he loves him, that's how he wants it. In Romans 8, 37 and 38 and 39, which was shared yesterday by Pastor Jason, it says this, In all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Church, nothing can separate you from God's love. Past, present, future. Nothing from your past. It doesn't matter how bad you have messed up, how, how, how many wrongs you've done, or how much you've been wronged. It doesn't change Jesus' love for you. I remember when I was in Utah the Mission many years ago, we had a guest speaker come in and speak about the Father's love. 
and we had a, a student, a fellow student of mine named Jasmine, and she was from the Middle East, and she had some incredible barriers to experiencing the Father's love for a couple reasons. First of all, she lived in a culture, she grew up in the Middle East, and so she, she lived in a cultural culture where women were not treated as equals. She wasn't even considered, uh, wasn't even considered to take over the family business, even though she was trained, she was educated, she was talented. But the fact that she was female disqualified her in that culture. Some of her pain that she felt was cultural. Some of it was simply because of the way that she was mistreated by her dad. She unfortunately, as a young child, she was, she was molested by an extended family member. Instead of standing up for her, her father, to save face with the family, blamed her. He said it was her fault that she must have done something to promote this. She was crushed. Well, during this speaker, during the DTS, we had some time of ministry. And, and the, I remember the speaker clearly just praying, Holy Father, breakthrough. May your incredible love for us just break through barriers past, present, and future. And when, she was, when he was praying, she began to cry. And I'm not talking like, like weep. She began to wail. She was just heartbroken at the way that she had been mistreated. And the barrier that she had towards her Heavenly Father was being taken down in front of her eyes. And she wailed. And she wailed. And I remember, I mean, it was such a painful cry. And yet God spoke to her very clearly. And he redeemed things from her past. And he set right the present. And he set before her a new future. Because that's how much the Father loved her. And he set her on a new course. And church, I want you to know that today. How much the Heavenly Father loves you. Through the death of Christ, the barrier between us and the relationship with God has been torn in two. The wrath of God has been satisfied through Jesus' death, and now we get to experience the full depth of the Father's love. Through Christ, we're made new so that we can walk in unhindered fellowship with the oneness and the holy and perfect God. God loves you that much. You don't have to work for His affection. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to set everything in your life straight before God can pour out His love over you. I remember uh, many years ago, my, my little girl, who's now 26, not so little anymore, she was three. And when she did something wrong, her mom and I really wanted to uh, express to her, Hannah, no matter what you do, mom and dad will always love you. Nothing will change our love and affection for you. And so when she did wrong, we would tell her, Hannah, that was wrong. And she would get disciplined appropriately. But then we would tell her, but Hannah, know this, no matter what you do, mommy and daddy will always love you. I remember clearly, you kind of wonder how much gets through in a three-year-old's brain. <laughs> but about six months after we had been doing this, uh, Hannah's mom and I got in an argument. And uh, uh, Lynette was in the family room and I was in the bedroom. And uh, I, re I can recall it like yesterday. This three-year-old little girl came and burst open my, bathroom, or my bedroom door. And she put her hands on her hip and she looked at me and she was, Dad, you hurt Mommy's feelings. You need to say you're sorry. And then just as she started to turn and walk away, she turned back around to me and she said, Dad, but know this, no matter what you do, I'll always love you. <laughs> and I remember my, I just started busting out laughing. I even yelled at Lynn from the bedroom and said, did you put her up to that? She said, I had nothing to do with it. And we were both just laughing because even the heart of a three-year-old got it. Nothing will change the Father's love for you. And that is the same thing is true with our Heavenly Father. And so when you look at how much God loves us, one of the ways he expresses that is through the story of the prodigal son. You know, remember, I'm not going into great detail about it, but remember very clearly, 
that the, the, the father ran out to meet his son before anything had been set right. The father didn't even know that the son was there to apologize. He simply, the father ran out there simply because of love for his child. And your heavenly father feels the same way about you. He longs to connect with you right where you are. He longs to fill you with this love that overflows. He longs for you to experience love and oneness, just as Jesus experienced when he prayed that prayer in John 17. Father, may they be one as you and I are one. And so what I want to do now is, as we just close this short devotional time, is I kind of want to lead you just in a little time of guided prayer. I'm just going to read over a couple of scriptures and basically read them as a prayer over you and over me. And I want you to allow those truths just to pour over your mind and your thoughts. I want to allow those truths to fill your heart. I want you to know that your workspace religion that sometimes we get caught up in is meaningless because God loves you and He wants a relationship with you just as you are. He loves you no matter what, church. He loves me no matter what. And so I want you just to go ahead and uh, close your eyes for a few moments, silence your phone, put away any distractions that you might have as you're watching me online. And I just want to pray over a couple scriptures over you, over all of us as we journey into this new week. Just meditate on these scriptures, the depth of God's love for you, okay? Eyes closed, here we go. First one comes from John 4, 9 and 10. Heavenly Father, I just pray this over each of us today. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us. God sent his one and only son into the world so that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to the cross to free us from our sins. Thank you, Father, for the way you free us from our sins. Now, church, hear these words out of Romans 8. In all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Regardless of what you're facing, church, we are conquerors because he loves us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you, Lord. Church, whatever stress, whatever anxious thoughts, whatever loneliness or hurt that you have before you now that the Holy Spirit is revealing to you, nothing past, present, or future can separate you from God's love. Let that reality sink in today. The last one, church, comes from 1 John 4, 16. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in them. Lord, fill us as a church right now, individually with your undescribable, unfathomable, unconditional love. Yeah. May literally just fill us from our toes all the way up to the top of our heads and then to overflowing. May the truths of your love for us just change our reality and transform us so that we too might become more like your son, Jesus. We pray that, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everybody agreed by saying, Amen. 
Hey, church, thanks for joining us for Redeemer Online. For even more of what's happening in our church or in, in our community, you know, find us on Facebook, on YouTube, or our webpage at RedeemerMN.org. God bless you. I love you. Have a great week. Bye-bye.